0: Okay, this is not a class for learning how to remember things better, because I just forgot to turn this on. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, where do memories play in discipleship? How does God want us to use our memories? Uh, This was part of uh, a class that I took. Let's see if I can advance this. Yeah. This... um, this is from Casey Tigret, not Tiger, but Tigret. Um, as I recall, is his book. What he says is, is that so many times we don't pay attention to our memories, and yet our memories form us. How we remember the past moves into the present, and we project it into the future. And we'll talk more about that. Um, But since memories are such a vital part of our lives, it, it makes sense to actively involve ourselves in those memories with God. Because God is concerned about every aspect of our life. And what we do a lot of times is we just let memories come and go. And we don't say, wonder what God might have for me in that memory. Wonder what what wonder what that mem- why am I remembering that and not not something else? Hey, we can be actively involved with our memories, and if we're not, then we're just kind of saying, eh, whatever." You know, but but we might need to pause and say, "Wait a minute, God may be using these memories." Okay. So what we're going to try to do in in this class is just threefold. We're going we're gonna ask ourselves why why we who are believers in God, why, why do we care about our memories? Yeah. And so, so what you're ha- uh, outlined there, basically we're going to try to pull this apart, and that doesn't mean every single one of this, these points is going to be a whole class. We'll probably combine some things and pull them together. But when we say, why discuss memories? Well, first of all, strangely enough, we don't talk about this much, but God is a God of remembrance. Two, over 253 times in the scriptures does he say remember. And a lot of them are about himself. I will remember my covenant. Okay? And so memories are not just a part of our reality. They are a part of God somehow. And our, and our most famous, famous one is do this... And remembrance, right? And so God, God actively calls us into this idea of remembering. And the very first place he says that is, is in Noah when he puts the rainbow and he says, When I see a rainbow, I will remember. So does God need a rainbow to remind him not to flood the whole place? <laughs> you know? So, so we have to so we're backing up to say. Why would we talk about memories? Well, somehow God is a person of memories, if we want to use the person word. He's an entity of memory. And so therefore, we we have to step into that and say, hmm, okay. And, and then in the scriptures, get this. Like in Exodus 32, um, remember the golden calf? And they come down out of the mountain, and, and God says, done with them. And Moses says, Remember your covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Don't remember the covenant you just made with us. You remember the covenant you made with them. <laughs> because we, we, we're followed on that covenant, not what you just made with us. We've blown it. And so, but he calls God to remember. And then God says, eh, yeah, okay. So what we're talking about is we don't believe that God forgets anything. So so we're trying to say, well, what then is remembering? If God has everything possible there, then we're, we're, we're kind of saying, but it ought to really be interesting to us then, if God even remembers. Right? So then the second thing that we're going to try to do is we're going to see how key memories are to us, and who we are, and what we do, and what we become. Yeah. We, we've already mentioned this, Eric, Eric mentioned this as to what he was trying to say, is that experiences, the five senses play in developing our memory, whatever it is. And then from those five senses, that memory, Okay, we grab that memory, and it becomes a story so then that story becomes played out, that's the script. Okay. And so memories are, are key to who we are you know, and how we live this life and what we intend to become. Dan? I think, I think a really good example of that is, is uh, the memorial service from Sunday. Um, what, we, what we saw and heard <coughs> or memories that have shaped other people yes memories about her that shaped other people into what they are today that's good and we do that all the time yes good that's good yes it is and so what we want to do there is recognize and think about these memories these experiences that we've had that become stories and and we're not just talking about Two plus two. There's different kinds of memories, and we'll look at that. You know, there's a lot of difference between a two plus two memory is four. We can just all say that. There's a big difference between that memory and me standing around my grandpa who was dying and all of his grandkids holding hands and praying uh, our thanks that this man was a part of our lives. That's a different level of memory. It's a different kind of memory. And so, so we want to explore that. We're not just talking about 2 plus 2 equal 4 and how that develops us. We're talking about those, those ingrained moments that we experienced that are in us, good or bad. Right? And so, so we, want to, we want to look at those. Okay? Now, another thing that I've already said is why would, why would we want to discuss memory? Because God says do it. 200 and two, over 230 times in the Scriptures. He says, remember, remember, remember. He says it over and over and over and over again. And so therefore, it, it must be something that we really need to pay attention to. And of course, I don't know anyone in the Christian faith that, that ignores, do this in remembrance of me. You know? Well, that comes from a memorial feast, a remembering feast. Jesus isn't creating something new when he says remember. He's, he's, he's changing the idea of what we need to me- remember now. In other words, Jesus has, um, you know, he has the, um, in that moment the ability to change the story and the script that will follow. If you will remember this, change your memory on this. Okay? Think of this a little bit differently. Don't stop the memory. Change the story. So we'll look into that and just think about, hmm, okay, he tells us to do that. And then our times over 70 times he just says, "Don't ever forget it." Well, talk about pressure. <laughs> I forgot to turn on the on the you know. So there's so there's so God is not only calling us to this memory and we're going to look and say, "How do we define this?" But he also says, "I want you to I want you to be sure not to forget." Okay? And so he says that to them uh, we had just talked about about him, but when he's telling them to make sure they're kids and everything, he says, I don't want you to forget my covenant. Do these things so you will not forget. He didn't say remember them. He said, I don't want you to ever forget them. So that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. And so then we move to why I discussed this. Because we believe that the Spirit is with us unendingly, all the time, if you will. And the Spirit is always working in our lives. God's Spirit is always working in our lives. And so therefore we have to say, how does the Spirit want us to use these memories? And it is a very direct, um, it kind of sounds indirect, but when you go to Romans chapter 12, remember he says, present yourselves okay, in light of God's mercy, remember God's mercy is another way we could say that. And he says, okay, present yourselves as living sacrifices and by the renewing of your mind, you're transformed. It is memories that we're, that we're dealing with in our mind. It's, it's, it, and then that changes the script as Jesus did. So we want to explore that and look at that. So that's why we want to discuss this. And jump in any time. I'm just going down through this kind of quickly so we can get to it. And then we're, this will be a lot more interaction um, when we get um, to the weeks ahead. because. Uh, we have to do that. So anyway, what we want to do is just kind of pull out some key things in part 2 what does God want us to remember? Well, I already said there's a whole bunch, but they kind of fall into some good categories. And so we'll we'll fill in the blank there remember. Okay, these are memories from, from scripture. You know, things that God says, I want you to remember. And so we'll we'll pause and think about that. And then but it's not just it's, it's not just stuff from scripture, but it's those unique personal confirmations Okay, of his presence that he wants us to remember as well. Paul, as a matter of fact, many times um, we have it recorded three times, but we take it to mean that he did this almost every time. He remembered when he got knocked off the horse, and he told people about it. Well, that's not scripture. Well, it became scripture, sort of, <laughs> but it's just a memory. If you want to think of it that way, it's not a scripture; it's a memory. It's a memory of God's revelation and presence into a human being, and Paul says this happened, and I'm telling it, and it changed my script, it changed my story. And so, therefore, we don't want to just think that God says over here is the scriptures and make sure. No, there are those personal, unique situations in our lives that we have to say, hmm, what was God doing there? What is what? Why why is that a part of my life? Um, kind of like the apostle. And then Dan already brought this up. Um, He he wants to share the story. This is how we continue to advance um, the story of God with the memories of the interactions that we have with God. And so it starts when we have a memory, something happened in our lives and we connected it to God, and so now we talk about that. And that is one of the areas that in the Christian world has been... Very kind of lacking, really. We we are Bible people, okay? but the story goes on when we share the stories of God in our lives, mm-hmm. not just the Bible. You know? So that is a key reality um, to why um, I mean, uh, what God wants us to remember. He wants us to remember the power of the shared story, the memory, the power of the memory itself, but the power of the memory as it gets out. You know? so that so let's conclude with just this one here Um, what we're trying to say okay well so how do I do this what are some tools that I can begin to to gain the most from these memories that we're that we're talking about or from the memories that I have and these are not these are really the categories of the topics and what we're gonna do is insert the tools into them but somehow we have to figure out how to open our memories up to God because we just kinda have an idea they're my memories Oh, they're just my memories. No, what what we're talking about is it wasn't just Paul's memory. It was, it was God intervening in his life. And so, therefore, it's not just a memory. That's what we're trying to say. We have to open this up to God somehow and say, "Wow, where were you in that? What 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 was going on when that happened?" You know. And kinda of, kinda of, and that's really part two, somehow we've got to evaluate the memory with God and begin to ask a lot of questions and begin to, to listen, begin to say, okay, what scripture I, I have these scriptures in my head. Is this is this talking to this memory somehow? Is this helping me um, advance this? And so we'll look at some of those tools and then and then work through it. Okay. So that's that's kind of that's what we're gonna to try to do, and we'll break it down Even more and discuss. I hope that it's some interest. Uh, It really, it really, really helped me um, with a lot of different things um, that that you deal with in your head, Um, good and bad, you know. Um, And so, so I hope I hope it can be here. Any other thoughts as we close? That's good. Hope to see everybody back next week, and we'll dive into the fact that God says, I remember. And people say, you better remember this. And he goes, oh yeah, wait a minute. (laughs) He's got to remember? All right, thanks.